baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Milwaukee Bucks, one minute and 22 seconds away from taking a 3-1 lead against Boston. 107-98 now, and, well, they just hit a free throw. So 108-98, that game's basically over, and the Celtics will be on elimination watch down three games to one in that next game. Warriors-Rockets, game four of that series, will tip off in about 10 minutes or so. That game's on a TNT tonight. We'll try to bring you some highlights courtesy of Westwood One. And we're talking about the fallout from the Kentucky Derby. Maximum security was disqualified and at Country House, 65-1. to 1. He was uh, installed as the winner. I gave you my thoughts, played some sound in segment one. Let's bring on in now Mike Diliberto to analyze it for us. Morning, lines maker at the fairgrounds here in New Orleans, and and Mike, uh, welcome back. And, and what was your initial reaction to all this on Saturday? Well, uh, actually, I was kind of surprised that they did take him down. I mean, for many many years, the Kentucky Derby has been allowed to be a fairly rough run race, and there have been a lot of occasions where horses cut off other horses and horses had a steady and nothing was ever done about it. Uh, in saying that, uh, they did change uh, the philosophy and they seen a foul and they called the foul. And, uh, you know, maximum security definitely coming into the turn, heading for the stretch, came out two or three paths, tightened it up, bumped, and really uh, it's amazing war will. They almost got their legs crossed. I don't know how they didn't go down, one of them. And then that forced them out into long-range toddy, and he also ended up having to steady and pull back a little bit. Uh, I really don't think that it changed the outcome for the winner. I think Maximum Security re-engaged and drew off and won by almost two lengths. I think he was the best horse and would have won the race had he not drifted out. But the fact that he did drift out, the stewards thought it was enough to uh, – you know, disqualify him, and, and that's what they did. Uh, very tough, very tough decision. Uh, hopefully, you know, they'll look at this race because generally that is a foul in 95% of races. You see that, and a lot of time, most of the time, the horses do get disqualified. But uh, the Derby, for many, many years, they wanted you to win it on the racetrack, and it really would have to be something really, really bad for him to take a horse down and and obviously they thought that was enough to do it you know saturday yeah to your point first time in the 145 year history of the kentucky derby that we've had a an after race disqualification like this at least while everybody was still on the site uh, can you mike explain to the, the casual horse racing observers like myself and most of our audience why this race riding which is what they call it uh, is a is a penalty and why you can get disqualified for this because a lot of people have you know tweeted me and said well you can do this you know in, in, in auto racing why can't you do it in horse racing but uh, i would assume it's a safety issue mike is that right you know and and actually i think where they really dropped the ball was after the races when they issued their statement of what they did they didn't allow the media to ask some questions to explain the exact position because you know you got 2,000 probably media people covering the kentucky derby i guarantee you 
15 or 1,600 of them don't follow racing very rarely other than the Kentucky Derby, and they're not familiar with, you know, what all the rules are and how, how it plays out. And had the stewards been allowed to answer some, take some questions and explain their thought and explain the rules, then they might have understood it a little bit better about what actually happened. Uh, you know, it's a, it's basically a safety issue. Uh, generally, a horse, when he comes out crossing another horse's path, they want you to be, you know, a length and a half in front when you start changing lanes like that because horses can clip heels uh, on the other horse. You know, the back horse can clip the back heels of the front horse and, boom, go down, and it could cause a chain reaction, a very bad incident could happen. Uh, you know, it happened in a turn, and he did come out two or three paths, and, and he did force, you know, some other horses to study and stuff. And, and you know, and if for a safety reason, that's why they have those, you know, parameters in place. Uh, you know, it, it, you, you, it's just like in an NFL. I mean, uh, you, 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 what you ask is to try to be consistent with the calls. And we see a lot of times on pass interference, you don't think it's pass interference, and the same play will happen four plays later, and it is pass interference. And that's what, you know, that's one of the things with the human element. Uh, a lot of times, you know, the stewards aren't totally consistent with, you know, making the same call over and over again, They, you know, because it is a judgment call. And being on the big stage like that, you know, it was a tough call for them to make, but uh, I can't fault that they took the horse down. I was a little surprised that they did, being that it was the Kentucky Derby. You know, to piggyback on your analogy there, I guess this would be kind of like a pickup ball where you're calling your own penalties because the two objections were lodged by the jockeys for Country House and, and Long Range Toddy. I'm just curious about, uh, you know, the, the inside-the-bubble reaction that those jockeys and the trainers will get from lodging those objections. Do you think that uh, other other trainers, other jockeys will look at them disfavorably because of logging that objection at the, at the Derby? You know, I don't think they will will get you know any any feedback from that. But actually, what what actually occurred, which started the whole ball rolling, was trainer Bill Mott, and he admitted this in an interview yeah uh, uh, yesterday that his other horse Tacticus, who actually finished fourth in the race, ridden by Jose Ortiz, he actually didn't get bothered. But when he came back and unsaddled, he told Billy Mott, he says, "Man, he says." There was a lot of bumping and shifting around coming into this turn for the top of the stretch, and I think maximum security caused it. You ought to go talk to Flavor and Pratt, who was Country House's jockey, and tell him, you know, and tell him he ought to claim foul because Flavor and Pratt, you know, really didn't get bothered that much at all the twenty horse. But so Billy Mott went over to him and told him, "Go ahead and claim foul. I want you to get in there and claim foul." So Billy Mott actually started the ball rolling by getting Flavian Pratt, Pratt to claim foul. And really, he wasn't one of the ones that was involved. It was uh, War of Will, the one horse, and then uh, Long Range Toddy were the two that really suffered the most uh, from the from the drifting out and tightening everything up. So, uh, But, uh, you know, jockeys, you know, they, they claim foul on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, a lot of times they accept the foul. A lot of times they don't. And uh, you hate to... Th- you hate to say it, uh, Seth, but sometimes, you know, it comes into, you know, the, the, the personalities come into effect. I mean, I know many a times you watch a lot of football and stuff. You say Tom Brady gets away with a whole lot of calls that other quarterbacks don't get away with. You know, yeah. you barely touch him. They call a personal foul. Well, other quarterbacks, you, you knock them down and they don't even call it. So 
And I think, you know, had somebody like Bob Baffert been the train of maximum security, I'm not totally sure they would have took him down because, of the, you know, he's one of the prominent names in horse racing and Jason Service isn't. Uh, he's, uh, you know, uh, up and coming and not as well known as, uh, you know, some of the bigger names in the game. So I, I think all of that comes into play. I can't fault what they what they did. Uh, Mike Marchmaker, who's the handicapper for the Daily Racing from the National uh, Horse Racing newspaper, he he had a really good article that he wrote after the Derby, and basically what he said was, for the first time in 144 years or 145 years, the stewards treated the Kentucky Derby just like it was a regular race instead of a race where you had to really do something really, really bad to get taken down. Mike Diliberto, morning lines maker at the fairgrounds. Uh, Mike, great analysis of that incident on Saturday. Really appreciate it, and I know we'll talk to you before the Preakness in a couple of weeks. Thanks so much. Sounds great. Hi, Seth. All right, there he goes. And, yeah, the Preakness Saturday, May 18th, so we got a couple of weeks for that. Maximum security will not run in that race that broke either yesterday or earlier today that was announced break it for cbs news back talking saints hey everyone boomer esiason here the nfl draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one the free odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country the local voices who know your team the best giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad it's always football season right here on the free odyssey app 